Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. And that is it. The referee blows the whistle. So the All Blacks weren't able to achieve their 50 points. But they've come away with what looks on paper anyway to be... A convincing win by 47 points to nine. Well, Grant Nisbet there with his uh, summation, uh, what looks to be uh, on paper a convincing win. Um, With uh, his thoughts on it, and we're now joined by uh, Sky Sport Rugby commentator uh, Ken Laban, of course, uh, who's been uh, all around the world uh, applying his trade, particularly uh, a lot in Japan as well. Um, but he would have watched this one, I imagine. I'm not sure, Ken, whether you got up or whether you recorded it, but um, it was the least anticipated test match of the year, and uh, for a lot of people, it lived up to those expectations. What about you? Yeah, I suppose, um, Smithy, when they go into test matches, they're expected to win and expected to win comfortably. Um, Our expectation is that they're looking for the perfect performance, so um, 35 nil at half time and 72 nil will keep some people um, happy. 47 nine and um, there's a few people um, there's a few people grumpy um, and understandably so because uh, as Muslo not only referring to it at the end but at various stages throughout the game referred to the error ridden performance um, from the All Blacks particularly with their handling. Uh, we saw the same thing in um, in the Test match in America. Um, as well, they were trying to be creative and trying to use the ball and trying to put points on um, from all over the park and they picked a team that was uh, made up of players that like to play in that sort of unstructured way but uh, the ball gets put down a few times and then all of a sudden you've got a scrum then you've got a reset, uh, then you've got a penalty then you've got a referee that's out of their depth, blah 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 and um, in the end it ends up being exactly the way this um, boat described it on 47-9 it was a solid win but the reality was um, it was sloppy and never ridden um, from a team with our higher expectations when they're playing against lowly opposition at the risk of sounding disrespectful to Italy OK, let's uh, look if, to find uh, with the microscope to get uh, positives from the match then Ken from your point of view um, uh, individuals to um, to excel or, or to enhance their reputation or to confirm. So people like Coles maybe, Christie, Frizzell, what did you make of those performances? Yeah, well, for, um, for Coles, Coles is 35. Uh, now there was, um, and uh, he's, spent a lot, he's spent a lot of time out. So his minutes and his game time, obviously, um, is, being, is being managed. 
Uh, Cody Taylor is firmly the number one hooker uh, at the moment. And with Colsey, they're looking potentially at that one-two uh, punch similar to um, uh, the Mia Lamu, Andrew Hoare uh, combo at its peak as well, looking ahead to the uh, to the next World Cup. But one player that has caught the eye has been a Safa Almore. Um, his carries um, and his scrummaging has been solid. Always been a couple of question marks um, about his lineouts, but he's been getting increased. Uh, he's been getting increased minutes, um, so he's been so he's been impressive. Uh, probably the youngest um, and most inexperienced um, type four, um, you could say, uh, with the two props. Um, starting and uh, Josh Lord and Tupu, uh, Tupovai, the, the two young locks um, in there as well. And obviously, they're being picked um, for the future. But I remember talking to Tom Puntry, uh this time last year, long before Tupovai uh, had even been picked, uh, that he was talking about um, how good and how commanding um, he was. I think, obviously, uh, who's going to take over from Aaron Smith? And um, and TJ Pitanella. Um and I suppose you could throw into that Brad Weber as well because between the three of them, uh, they are round about the same age, so they are all likely to depart um, within 18 months of each other. Um, anyway, depending on you know their health and their form. So um, you know, looking at the likes of um, Finley Christie, this has to be a very very important tour for him because he's younger. And could be in that could be in the team for the next six or seven years, and I think he's been impressive, uh, young Finley uh, Christie. Been fortunate as um, as have a lot of our other commentators to be watching these kids when they're at school and watching them come through. You and I have seen a lot of them through the NPC, and it's good seeing them be able to transition into um, into the All Blacks smoothly. And clearly, uh, Quinn Tupire. As, um, as a player of some future in the All Blacks as well. Okay, let's look at um, the debate that seems to be raging a lot at the moment is the Mwonga versus Bowden Barrett uh, debate in terms of who's perhaps going to start against Ireland. What did you see uh, from Mwonga or what didn't you see perhaps in a game where his skills perhaps should have been a little bit more to the fore than they were? What I think the advantage, well, first, they're both world-class players um, and they're both starters. Um, and they both enjoyed enormous success um, at the top end of the game. But um, unless you pick one of them at fullback, you only have to pick one. My preference is that we go with um, with Bowden Parrott. Bowden has been there since the beginning of the All Black um, campaign. He's moved smoothly back in to taking charge um, of the team. And um, even against South Africa, I thought he was our best player, even though we lost. Um, and Richie, I think he's just Richie. I think he's just got a bite us. So there's no question that both of them are capable. But I also think they're a terrific one-two punch with Bowden starting and Richie coming from the bench. Okay, right now let's look at uh, some other areas of of interest. Uh, and now that we're getting through to the test matches that we've we've all been waiting for in the next two weeks against Ireland, of course, and against France. Uh, the back three has been a, a bit of a, a rest rotation. A repeat type process, Barrett, Jordan, uh, Rico, Yuani. Have, have you settled on one now, Ken? Well, I think um, Will Jordan and Rico Yuani shaped um, as the um, um, as two of the wingers at the top end um, of the game, and they're both in terrific 
They're both in terrific form, and Geordie at, at the back. That would be my preference to go with those three. Okay, Ethan Blackadder or uh, Kiri Iwani. Ethan Blackadder seems to be oh. one of the uh, one of the guys who's made strides on this tour. I'm a big Ethan Blackadder um, fan, Smithy. Um, I'd always thought that um, at the risk of sounding like a, um, I'm a smart aleck, but I, I'd always anticipated that he would be exactly where he is at this point of um, of his career. I remember when um, when he first came through Tasman as a young um, open side, and then he moved to um, then he moved to number six. Um, he hits well, he carries well, he's got a mean streak in him. He's consistent with his toughness. Um, he can play injured and he can play when it's tough. Um, I think Fogless, as far as Akira is concerned, we're just starting to see that from him in the last couple of years. But in the case of Ethan, he's been like that for the last four or five um, seasons. And I know that he's, you know, I think he adds something um, uh, to that loose forward combination, very similar to what Jerome uh, Kramer was like when he was at his peak. So um, I wouldn't have any hesitation starting Ethan at six and bringing Akira Ioane from the bench. Okay, uh, right, let's move um, uh, down to uh, the NPC, which is immense interest, even though it's been a, an abbreviated and a weird sort of we- uh, season in a way with two teams not uh, really being able to compete at all, which has uh, been a great shame. But we have seen some, some pretty interesting rugby, uh, Ken, uh, in the weekend, Wellington heading down to, to Blenheim to take on Tasman. Couldn't, uh, couldn't quite get there. So how, how would you sum up Wellington's season? Uh, disappointing. Um, you know, they're a major... Uh, they're a major province, the Wellington, the Hurricane, well, the Hurricanes area provide uh, last number I saw, 59% of Super Rugby players come from the Hurricanes um, region and neither the Hurricanes or Wellington at NPC level have been able to reflect the depth of talent um, that we have um, in the area. They went in in third position at one stage, they dropped to six, um, and then when other results come in, they improved. Um, I think the fifth position, but they missed the playoffs in the same game. Um, the Tasman Markle came into the game in sixth position and um, finished up with a semi-final. And uh, it'll be a tough one against um, Hawks Bay uh, this weekend. But this is the eighth consecutive post-season uh, playoff um, for, for, for Tasman, and um, they look to be running into form at the right time. But that's a very, very hot Hawks Bay team. Um, at the moment, my owners that are um, that are playing well. Waikato uh, Canterbury is um, is also there. Uh, what 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 about Canterbury? Have they have they turned a corner? Uh, Reuben Thorne, Mark Brown, have they have they have they turned them around at the right time? We know when it comes to this end of the season, they usually there or thereabouts. Yes, they are. Well, of course, nothing else matters, and I don't know how many times. We've had these conversations in the past where they um, they basically limp into the playoffs and then they play their two best games of the year at the end to take it out. Um, seen it before uh, from Canterbury. They have been um, modest to the point of disappointing uh, several times throughout the regular season in the NPC. Um, Fergus Burke, I understand, is going to start in the 10 jersey um, for the Crusaders. Um, and he's going to get some pretty solid game time there as well as my understanding that Richie uh, Maunga is likely to miss the first four or five rounds of um, at least 
of Super Rugby um, next year. So he really needs to show some confidence um, and his ability to lead the team around with a commanding performance over the next couple of weeks for um, for Canterbury. But definitely wouldn't write them off. You know, you, you don't win NPC 14 times being written off, Smithy, as you know. No, you're right. Um, Barnsley's got Taranaki firing. They've got Scott Barrett back in the weekend as well to play his debut match. Uh, coming together quite nicely for them without the prospect of promotion, which is uh, a debate within itself. But uh, Taranaki and uh, Manawatu, pretty good this year. Oh, they, yeah, no, they've been fabulous. Uh, um, I would like to add my two cents worth um, about Taranaki. I hope they take the New Zealand rugby union to court. Um, and I hope they're successful, and I hope they get promoted. Um, I think the decision uh, to do away with promotion, um, relegation, is short-sighted, and all it is a victory for mediocrity. If you win the second division, you get promoted to the first division. If you come last in the first division, you get demoted to the second division. And if we want to talk about the pursuit of excellence, and we want to talk about rewarding teams that deserve to get everything hard that they've worked for, and this is an example. I accept that it's a COVID year and I accept that um, Auckland hold their place and counties and, um, and Harbour, they hold their place because it would be unfair um, for them to do anything else. But I think it's extremely unfair if Paranaki win that they don't get promoted um, no. in the competition. So um, I wish them all the best. The way that they've been playing, uh, Karofeta has been outstanding, shifting profit from 15 to 10. Um, has been terrific having Scott Barrett back um, has been great for them and they've been very consistent they take a perfect record into the semi-finals for Manawatu for me mate as well as Hawks Bay they've been one of the stories of this year's NPC uh, because of the way the rosters normally work out with our commentary uh, I actually commentated a lot of their 1-9 and nine season last year um, we had to endure disappointment after disappointment for the home team particularly when they played in, uh, in Manawatu and Nehe and Norma Scudder having to do all those losing interviews, um, mm-hmm. which can be a dreadful thing after a tough game of footy. But to see what they've done this year, Brett Cameron coming in and Peter Russell giving him an opportunity, giving him game time, I think he's second on the points, kicking at something like 76%, uh, contributor to, um, uh, to line break and try assist, very, very commanding with the ball and obviously having Aaron Smith there for long periods of time um, as well has been, um, has been good. So um, one or two with a home semi-final as well this weekend in the championship. So well-deserved to them who come from basically last place last year into the playoffs this year. Great job, one or two. Yep, absolutely. The the green and white staff is very proud of those uh, pl- particular players. So uh, there there is a concern for me. Uh, can we have a lot of focus now on women's rugby on Sky? We we televise a lot of it uh, from uh, you know from uh, Farah Palmer Cup right through to international rugby. We've uh, covered the Black Ferns twice in a fortnight, uh, and that's a worry. With the World Cup here next year, there seems to be a gulf there. Is, am I reading that right, or should I not be panicking at this point? Well, they had, what, nine players on debut um, last year, ah, last week, and two more, and I read two more today. So when I watched both those tests, they were poor. Uh, they were outgunned in every facet of the play defensively. They were, um, they were a long way off the mark, and there is a golf that's there. And I guess when you have a look at um, Canopy fixed in time, 
Um, and Super Rugby, I'll pick it to live her up. Um, better quality athletes who can compete against the likes of England better than uh, the team that's failed over the last two weeks. So we don't know the answer to that question yet until we see how competitive uh, the team and the competition is going to be at, uh, at that Super Rugby Alpiki um, level because it's uh, because it's such an unknown. But I think it's also a poor reflection in terms of pathway, succession plan, um, all good teams that are consistently at the top end of their game have plans B, C and D when um, when players or in a group of quality players all retire at once. Um, and that essentially has been uh, the reason that's reflected in the... Um, what, what did I hear this morning during the commentary? 396 test caps in England, uh, forward pack 74 in the New Zealand one. So um, that's a lot of experience that New Zealand are not going to get between now and, um, and next year's World Cup. Slightly worrying it is, uh, Ken, to see that, uh, those two big margins. But anyway, uh, no one better researched than rugby across the board in New Zealand than Ken Labman, folks, uh, from secondary school rugby right the way to the, the top level. Ken, uh, so thanks very much for your input and uh, your information this morning. Really enjoyed the chat. Thank you. My pleasure, mate. Cheers, mate.